0: We got to talk Monday night football Seahawks 17 Broncos 16 one of the most ridiculous endings to get that whole game honestly felt so chaotic from beginning to end Uh, Nathaniel Hackett making one of the worst decisions as a head coach in the NFL in my opinion let's discuss couldn't have happened to a better team than the Broncos but yeah it was was, was bad
1: were you guys actively rooting Against the Broncos at that point, or were you yes. too overcome with confusion to understand what they were doing? Because that's the boat I was in. I think deep well, like- I wanted them to lose, but also I was like, but don't lose like this. What is it? <laughs> oh, no. Lose a real way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Kayla Kayla said, uh, it's one of the worst decisions, in my opinion. Kayla, it's everyone's opinion. There's not a single person yes. on Nathaniel Hackett's side on planet Earth. He hasn't found one defender. Like, we even, like, hot take TV shows where they're like, hey, man, we just take the opposite so we can have somebody else defend it. They're like, not me. I'm not looking like an idiot. There is no way I'm defending Nathaniel Hackett's decision.
0: I don't think Twitter has ever been more united than they were on Monday Night Football.
2: Those are the best days on Twitter, by the way. This we're, happens all, like we're, all the <laughs> we're all rowing the same boat. We're all rowing the same boat. It feels nice. We're on the same page. But, no, it's it it legitimately makes me question if they hired the right coach. And it's like, come on, man. It's one game. No, that decision was so bad. So egregious. He looked confused. Like, uh, I don't know, Kayla, if you watch the show, Nick and I both watch the show. I think you should leave. And the 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 meme that most accurately portrays it is, I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm scared. Because <laughs> that's how he acted in that moment. <laughs> he seemed so scared. Like, um, timeouts. And then he's like, well, then a field goal. And then another, t-. you're like, what are you doing? Just and he's- go for the fourth and five.
0: The timeouts at the very end, after the field goal, when it was Seattle, I was like, what are we even doing here? This does not make any sense whatsoever. How he became a head coach is beyond me. Um, did La- did Monday Night Football make us feel a little better about the AFC West?
1: It Yes, it had to, right? It had to solidify that. I Here's the thing. I think the Broncos, who didn't play anybody during the preseason... There's a few teams in the NFL that may want to revisit that strategy. By the way, <laughs> it looked like a team that hadn't played together. Like the offense was Never. snapping the ball at the last second. They were fumbling, miscommunications. I just this of me. If you need to rethink the strategy of perhaps getting a few reps in the preseason, I think ultimately they'll kind of get things figured out from a play calling point of view, and th- that offense will get humming. But. I would be shocked if their head coach costs them another game with bad decision-making down the stretch because we always joke about one-possession games in the NFL. Every game in the NFL is a one-possession game. You need a guy on the sidelines who knows what's going on out there.
2: They had the number two scoring defense in the NFL last year, and that's not going to hold up if they're undisciplined. They committed more penalties in that game yesterday than in any game last year, maybe two games combined. Like they just look confused. Like he hasn't done this before, because shocker, he hasn't. He had <laughs> never been a head coach to that point. But that, like, I that moment was going to stand out bad no matter what. But it stood out even worse because in the second quarter, I was questioning what was going on. They had like second and eighteen inside the inside the red zone. It was like the, it was like right at right around there. It's like the twenty three yard line, second and eighteen, right near the red zone and they were running halfback dives up the middle. I'm like, okay, so you've just given up on this possession. Like, just right now. You have a future Hall of Fame quarterback, and you're like, we're done. Again, if Daniel Jones is your quarterback, run the halfback dive. You know what? The three's probably good. Good choice. Uh, Don't let him screw this up. But why did you pay a quarter of a billion dollars to a guy if you're not going to let him throw the football?
0: It's a question we all had. Um, Were we (laughs) surprised that – Russell Wilson wasn't more angry in his postgame presser. You
2: absolutely talk about this.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, so listen, I'm not pitting this on Russ. He's the player. He plays. The coach coaches. I'm not trying to get it twisted there. But Russell Wilson left Seattle because he didn't have enough control over decision making organizationally and offensively. In his first game with a different team, his coach. <laughs> makes the worst decision in NFL history, and he's just like, cool, guess we'll just <laughs> eat this L and move on to the next he, one. Why it look like- that he wasn't on the sidelines at least saying like, hey, are you sure? Like, you don't want to run another play? Or at least turn around. You got three timeouts at that point. We see it happen all the time. Quarterbacks turn around to the ref, timeout. Like, I'm taking this timeout right yeah. now. Russell well, and- has enough cachet to do that. So again, I'm not blaming him on it. I'm blaming it on him, but I'm also confused that he maybe he was just confused. Maybe he didn't know what was going on either. You also don't, you, like, you don't always win the battle. Mahomes will
2: stay on the field like, come on, I want to go for it. And then Mahomes gets asked to bend the game, and he's like, well, I'd go for all of them. It's probably better that, you know, like, Nick and I, if we don't have, like, a babysitter, we might get in real trouble sometimes. Like, we need a person to be the voice of reason. <laughs> so if that's the case in those moments, fine. But Russell Wilson should have been fighting for it. He's like, hey, we're going to kick the 64 yard," And he's like, Cool. And he's kind of like, <laughs> just like stroll to the sideline. Like it was no big deal. Like, sounds good coach. Thanks. A plus. And you're like, I know it's the first game. So maybe you don't want to show them up yet. Or maybe you're not tired. i to the point that you're going to fight that. But no, I was a little surprised that Russell Wilson seemingly did not care that they were kicking a 64 yard field goal, which are lifetime two for like 35 in NFL history. So pretty low probabilities. I'm going to guess that whatever percentage that equals, is probably lower than the average conversion rate of a fourth and five in NFL history. So it's confusing.
1: To be fair, just to play devil's advocate for a second, I'm not I'm not going to be the only person agreeing with Nathaniel Hackett here, but also he was right in that the Broncos' offense Stunk. was terrible down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess from one very, very, very tiny point of view, I can understand why he wanted to get them off the field. Because... They it weren't picking up. up that down. They weren't like you had to, you had to leave the offense on the field there, but they looked lost. And I don't think they were picking up five yards there. But yes, also-
2: but nobody would have blamed him if they didn't. They would seemed like ah,
1: bad offense. You screwed it up. But
2: they would have been like, add eh, that Javante Williams goal line fumble. That's why you lost. Yeah. Not because you went for the fourth and five. Everyone would just let you off the, not off Ooh. the hook, but
0: Con- Confusion all around. Needless to say, I am no longer fearful much of the Broncos, but We're going to focus our attention back to Thursday night. How much weight, you guys, are we putting into this Thursday nighter against the Chargers?
2: I think it could decide the division, as I said earlier, so that's important. I don't like that Trent McDuffie is out for the game. I think he's an important player for them. I thought he was playing really well before that. And anytime you're facing an elite quarterback, I don't love the idea of an all-pro quarterback having the option to throw at a seventh-round rookie. I watched that with Marcus Cooper once and Peyton Manning and it hurt. Um so a lot. I mean, it's an important game, mm-hmm. obviously for Kansas City. It's an important game for LA. When we, you know, we'll I'm sure we'll make predictions here in a minute, but when we you know, when you're talking about the weight of the game, it's it's the most important game on the Chiefs schedule outside of probably the Bills. But because this is Thursday night, because it's at home and because you'll get 10 days' rest before you take on the Colts a team, I think you'll beat. If you win this game, you got a pretty good chance of starting three and zero, and it's not even that big of a stretch to talk about five and zero because it's Tampa Bay and Oakland after that.
0: And Cody, as you said earlier, divisional games, especially for the Chiefs this year, are huge because it most likely could come down to a head-to-head matchup down the road. So we've got to win these.
1: Cody, you said you said Tampa Bay. We well said Oakland. So, oh, I'm sorry, for that Vegas. One. But you said those teams as if they're layups.
2: They're not layups. They're just um they're they're to me they're not like the Chargers or the Bills where I'm like who's better? These teams are both great. Who's better? I think the Chiefs are better than both the the Bucks and I think the Chiefs are better than the Raiders.
1: Not by like huge margin. Yeah, but the Chiefs right? are better than everyone,
2: right? Like if we want to play <laughs> this game, not the but not the Chargers and not the Bills. Those are teams that are on their level. I'm not sure which of those teams is better. There's a chance that the Chargers have a better team than the Chiefs. I don't think so right now, but there's a chance that that's the case. I don't think there's a, there's a 0% chance I get to the end of this year, and I tell myself the Raiders have a better team than the Chiefs. They don't. Right, exactly. I, I think there's a 0% chance I feel that way about the Bucs too.
1: Okay, but, devil's advocate. The Chiefs started 3-5 and five last year. They lost yeah. to the Chargers. They lost to the Ravens. They lost to the Bills. They still won the division and made it farther in the playoffs. And than hosted the AFC title teams. game. Right, yeah. so.
0: What, like it's hard?
1: Yeah, I know, but like that's the thing with the Chiefs is it doesn't matter what happens on Thursday. A month and a half from now, we're all going to be sitting here picking them to go to the Super Bowl again, because they can sustain losses in a way yeah. that other teams can't. And
2: so I think expect them to go undefeated because they have a million. Yeah,
1: games. I think I think they're going to win this game. Like I don't want to jump too far ahead, but we're almost out of time. But I think they win this game. But even if they don't. I'm not convinced that it's going to swing the AFC West in a substantial way that like can't be overcome over the following 15 weeks of football.
0: Which is what we saw in years past. So that is true.
2: Do you guys want to make official predictions?
0: I was going to say, let's do it. Is it that time? It is that time. Who's okay. going first?
2: Uh, who went first last time? I
1: don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, just, I already spoiled mine. So I'll just go ahead and say it. Um, you think the Chiefs win? I think the Chiefs win Thursday Night Football. Short week, home opener. It just—I mean, come on—you don't have to overthink this one too much. I think it's going to be close because I think the Chargers are really, really, really good. But the loss of Keenan Allen is massive. That's a top 15 receiver in the NFL. So I'll take the Chiefs by the slimmest of margins. So I'll, I'll say 31-28. <gasps> is that I what I—I re-
0: I had 31-27?
1: Okay, well, okay, you can still keep that. Then we're good.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: I have 33-30, so we're, we're wow, good. we're all right there. Well,
2: the Chiefs score 30. Like, any time I'm predicting a Chiefs score, it's going to have a three in it. I mean, I guess maybe against number one defenses in the NFL, I'll I'll taper that back. But both these teams are going to score 30. And obviously, there's no reason to not think it's going to be close. But I I know at some point this year, I will pick the Chiefs to lose but I like a lot of the things that go in their favor for what you mentioned, Nick. I like the short week for the Chiefs, better. Mm-hmm. I like it for the Chargers. I like that they're at home. I like that it's September football. I like that Mahomes just got his feet wet with all of his new weapons, and he threw for 360 yards and five touchdowns, essentially in three quarters. It was Four and five. So, I mean, it's... There's no reason to think they're not going to give the Chargers problems. I'm sure the Chargers will give the Chiefs problems, but in the end, I'll still take the coaching advantage from Andy Reid and Staley. So... I don't think the Chargers are going to get the better of the Chiefs in back-to-back September games at Arrowhead.
0: What are the keys to a KC win?
2: Well, a pass rush (laughs) is be pretty normal. (laughs) Any kind of disruption for Justin Herbert, even occasionally, because you're not going to get it all the time, I think would be big. Um, But I think the Chiefs are going to have to pass and pass a lot. I think they have to take advantage of um, trying to put points on the board early in case the Chargers have that run last time it was the other way. Chargers got a 14 nothing and the Chiefs had to try to come from behind Right, when they beat you know like this time to me don't let them front run you get out ahead and you work ahead. So to me it's like utilizing the passing game early and proving that you can put points up on on a much better defense than the Cardinals one to me that's going to be there. But you know any any kind of disruption to Herbert will be will be big.
1: Yeah, I think until they until the Chiefs can prove like on a consistent basis that they're going to be a stout defense like I'm not even going to start with that I'm not even going to start yeah. with oh you got to get it you know they're going to score the Chargers are going to score points hopefully you can make a few plays late in the game get a few turnovers and that's where you end up winning it defensively but offensively I think you're right Cody it, there's no way the Chargers are going to make it as easy on the Chiefs offense as the Cardinals just did like that's Vance true. Joseph one one high safety. Blitzing, that is not the recipe for slowing down Patrick Mahomes. If anything, he just like gave him a nice little momentum boost into the season. So thank you, Vance Joseph, for <laughs> really getting some mojo going for the Chiefs. But I'd imagine Brandon Staley is going to have a, a more complex defensive game plan. And I would imagine that it's going to include the Chiefs having to throw it deeper than they really ever had to in Glendale. So I want to see what the deep passing game looks like. I want to see if if MVS can get loose or if McCole Hardman can get loose. We saw the big one from Sky, but that was really it versus Arizona. I would imagine they're going to have to make a few more of those deep passing plays uh, to score points against the Chargers. Let's agree, at least, that the first
2: unanimous MVP of the It's Always Game Day in Kansas City podcast, Vance Joseph. Thanks, man. Great job. Yeah, thank you. thank You, you know, <laughs> just congrats on this prestigious award. We're very happy that you were able to win it for us. Blitzing Mahomes 54% of the time certainly earned it for you this time.
0: I think we're good here. We're all aligned. Chiefs are going to win Thursday Night Football. We will be back with you on Friday with our game reaction, hopefully coming off a Chiefs win. That is Nick Schwartz. He is Cody Tapp. I'm Kayla Canaram. This is It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. And again, we will be back with you on Friday.